I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome, Welcome to Burf Barf! hey Oh. No. Hey-o. Oh. Harder! Oh. <laughs> Harder! <laughs> Ooh. It's Ooh. gonna be one of those days, I think. It's, def- it's so definitely one of those days. This will be a sober episode done in the drunk style. <laughs> <sighs> okay. No, I'm gonna center. I'm going to center, I'm going to come back to reality, I'm going to come back from, from a place where I might have just been, which is that I am, like, toddler tired. And so sometimes when someone says something funny, I laugh until I cry. Uh-huh. But not today, Satan. Maybe. Not today. Maybe. Mm-mm. No, oh, we've Maybe. already done that on this show. Yeah. We don't yeah. need to go deeper. That's true. But we 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 got into it yesterday. But... Anyways, we'll we'll start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. Annie has really awesome freaking or news. Two good news. <laughs> tell them now. Please tell them. As you all know, we're big fans of the Cincinnati Orienteering Club, OSIN, O-C-I-N. And all winter long, I have worked and showed up to events with uh, my game face on to do my best. And the series, the Winter Adventure Racing Series, or Wars, concluded with the meet on Saturday this weekend, and the points were tallied, and we, uh, not we, no offense. No, I, not we, not we, no, not, no offense. I was first female on the red course. So what that means is the red course the hardest one. Did is you know the that? longest... Most difficult navigational course that they have at each weekend's meet. And they take the six highest scores out of the 13 events to create the total scores. And I had, I came to six meets, so went to Cincinnati for six weekends. And that math equals and wins. Yes. Yeah! (laughs) So I know they like to use that series as training for their flying pig orienteering weekend event, but... I have to say, for me, this is the thing. I'm not That's training for anything. Yeah. This is like the A goal. Like this is like uh, doing as well in a hundred as I wanted to because yeah. wow. orienteering is really difficult. It is. It is. I just feel like it's really hard. So you have like one botch a weekend or on, on in an event, and you kind of blow it. And I've definitely done that several times. So it's just really encouraging yeah. to have like a physical mark that mm-hmm. sh- or a physical item that you have to demonstrate that you've gotten better at something. She got so a gold medal. Ah, so I'm so stoked. I'm so stoked to have won uh the Winter Adventure Racing Series because I was definitely working towards that. So She has become very beloved by the orienteering community. Yeah. And a special shout out to Sophie and Katrina, the other women on the red course. And Sophie's in high school, which is incredible to me because if she was also not uh, a swimming athlete, then she would probably have beat me. Who knows? So I just, when I think about what kind of person I was in high school, uh, thinking about being alone in the woods with a map and finding my way and having that not be like a metaphor. Yeah. (laughs) For what I was doing, having that literally be a thing that happened to me. I just can't, like, I couldn't find a bus stop, you know, in high school. Uh I couldn't, like, navigate through a CVS alone. When I would come out of a different entrance to a building in college, I wouldn't know where it was. (laughs) This makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah, so Annie's learned a lot about orienteering while I have not been utilizing my skills. I feel like 
in the time that we've been apart while you've been orienteering, like, I came back, and you're, like, a master carpenter who, like, built an elaborate dining room table, and I'm still, like, holding a raw dowel in my hand. You're like, I made a spoon! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, That's how I feel with a map and compass right now compared to you. You're, like, like, blowing the sawdust off of your final gorgeous handmade dining room table. And you've cut your hand. And I cut, I've cut my hand and I'm holding a bloody spoon that I whittled with a with like a dull yeah. knife. I've I feel like I have just barely made it into the land with my orienteering orienteering skills where I do not forget everything I know every single if I time. don't practice every single weekend. Now I feel like I can go like a solid maybe two and a half weeks without yeah. forgetting everything I know. Yeah. You're going to get, the, the that gap is going to get smaller and smaller for yeah. you. Or, or bigger? Yeah. yeah. That's bigger. what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Smaller gaps, bigger stretches. Yeah. 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 Totally. But, uh, and also to Katrina, the, uh, I mentioned Sophie being in high school. Katrina, this was her first year during or, doing orienteering. She went right wow. into the red courses and went solo. Good for so, her. It's yeah. always nice to have women to compete against. I mean, yeah. I, I've been in a lot of sports in Ohio where, like, Sometimes if you show up, you, you win. win. Yeah, you so, show up and complete. So. But it's way more fun to actually compete mm-hmm. when there are more women towing the line. Like, there's no sense in sporting by yourself. Exactly. So, in, in any way that you can convince other women that what you're doing is not scary or impossible, we really encourage you to do that. I mean, men and women. We both we encourage Absolutely. men and women. And I can't say enough about orienteering. So uh, we actually had a, a somebody mention an event recently. They asked what orienteering was. So I'll do like a, a five second one on one. So orienteering is when you show up for the day. They have between like three and six different courses from super easy to long and difficult. And you can pick whichever one you want to do. They give you a course map. You use that map and a compass. Sometimes, depending on how easy the course is, you don't even need a compass. And you use the map to get around from control point to control point where you essentially, each control point is like a scavenger hunt item. Mm. And the goal is to do it as, well, I shouldn't say the goal is to do it as fast as you can, but you win the event by doing it faster than anyone else. But you can go and do it at your own pace. There's no mass starts. So if you just wander around alone in the woods, you can do it that way too. So if you're in the Ori- if you're in the Cincinnati area or not in the Cincinnati area, like I mentioned, I did the hour and a half, two hour drive at least six, no, eight times because I did it six times solo and oh two times God. with you yeah. because I, I love going to these orienteering events. The Cincinnati club is really well organized and the events are just fun and if even if you're just doing it for an athletic endeavor you can push man it's essentially interval training to go from oh, one thing yeah. to another go from dead stopped in reading to a sprint yeah i mean we don't always sprint but yeah sometimes we you keep do. moving though yeah. yeah it's it's it can be hard if you want it to be hard also the um president greg Fasig was mentioning the orienteering cincinnati club puts on 40 to 50 events a year. Holy shit, that's a robust program. (laughs) It is. So between their winter adventure racing series, they do a summer sprint series. As I mentioned, the Flying Pig weekend is coming up on April 3rd. I would be there if I wasn't doing the backyard race already. But they do a whole 
like orienteering festival on the weekend of April 3rd that's modeled, cool. you know, yeah. in similar with the Flying Pig Marathon. So, um, and I met a couple people that are actually doing both the Flying Pig orienteering events and the marathon because they're not the same weekend, I don't think. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, huh. look it up. Those are orienteering very Cincinnati. different events. Get after it. And I won the series. <laughs> I, uh, I've been honing my own new skills in my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, you may Giggling? or may not know that <laughs> I won't do this with you today. I won't go there. I fucking oh, refuse. Good. Nope. You can't get me to go there. I'm not going to go I, there. I, I might fine. be tired, but I'm not going there. It's fine. But, uh, yeah, you may or may not know that on the way home from Athens that Annie totally forced me to buy a banjo. So that's what I've been working mm-hmm. on. By forced, I said, I think that store sells banjos. <laughs> and she said, if Pull they over. have one, I'm buying it. <laughs> so that's what I've been up to between two and four hours a night is uh, learning claw hammer banjo. Because I I just would want, I want to get back to my hillbilly roots mm-hmm. um, of the craft people. And um, I mean, I've got a dog and a banjo, but I don't have a gun. Do you have moccasins? I definitely have okay, moccasins. Good. I don't know what that has to do with being a Hill Williams. I just, I feel like it's somewhere in line with being outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so I, I... When I imagine you sitting on a porch playing banjo with your dog, you're in, you're in moccasins. Okay. You I, have a Pendleton. I literally right? did that yesterday, so yes. <laughs> but I'm, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to like weasel into the bluegrass community, so... If there's any burf barfers out there who intersect into that world, just give me a shout. <laughs> Lauren, I'll be a member of any club that'll have me. <laughs> this is the theme of my life. So not only can we get there with a compass, we can play music when we arrive. That's what I'll do while I follow you whilst you navigate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there may or may not be a banjo burp barf theme song Perform- in the future yeah. yeah boy i hope i can get good enough to play some on yeah. a hot little lick for you guys our standards aren't very high we no, know that we know the creators right now there's nothing and our podcast is called burf barf <laughs> so we don't yeah. think you've come to expect too much from us whatever only the highest only the highest only the standards. highest of teat reaping <laughs> uh do you want to talk about yesterday first yeah okay so Annie's training her face off right now. The seasons are changing. Yes. A- Annie's in full, full gear to, like, train up for a backyard race. This is maybe, like, uh, three weeks ago. Maybe two or three weeks ago. It is kind of astonishing that you went from, like, zero to 100, though, because you did 20 last weekend as well. Mm-hmm. And the weekend before. I right. will say, I have been, because in the past, this is when injuries have come up when I've jumped mileage too soon, so I have been keeping track of my weekly totals and keeping it to that like 10 to 15% total mileage increase week by week. You don't find that increasing your total long run mileage is the thing that really does injure you as opposed to total mileage per week? Well, no, because I'm, because it ends up being like, uh, if I can spread it out more, so I'm adding a few more miles during the week so that cumulatively it's a little bit more spread out. So it's not just 10% on the long run. Okay. So you're not like punching yourself in the face. No. I don't have a plan. I'm like punching at all. myself in the leg. Oh, that's not really not that bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just starting to punch myself. Oh. Um, I did twelve last weekend at Clear Creek with you and Landon for a little while. 
And that really whooped my tuchus. And then Annie was like, um, I'm running 25 at Clear Creek on Sunday. And I was like, yeah, I want to. I want to go to that. Which I couldn't believe. So we have not been able to run. We haven't run, run together in fucking forever. I mean, we really didn't run together a whole lot this winter because I was keeping up with the orienteering series. You had some other stuff going on that the schedules just, it, it was like, yeah, it was like our goals and your goals were not aligned. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what my goals were. I was just trying to stay like some, like maintain a base fitness for the season to begin and yeah. not have to like start from zero. That's yeah. the only thing I was up to really. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was really, I was very pleased and surprised that you I, were like, I would like to go, I would like to do the long run with you. I didn't actually want to do it. I wanted to drive down with you, run half of it, and then sleep in the car and also read a book. I brought two books and a little empty book of poetry to like, you know, stare at the fucking trees and the creek and be like, oh, the beauty of Ohio, blah, 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 words. But... Instead, I think that you purposefully did it like, we did like a five mile loop and then went out for a 10 mile loop. And then you were like, let's add on at the middle of the 10 mile loop. And I was like, oh, I see us collecting, collecting miles in goofy ways so that I don't end up at the end until 20 somehow. Which, Which is funny. definitely fucking it was did. not in, It was not intentional. So we started in the parking lot at Clear Creek, kind of like did part of a flat loop saw some friends, looped back the other way to collect more friends, then ran out some with friends, and then essentially escorted people back to their cars with yeah. friends, and then went back out and just kind of goofed around and didn't pay attention to the turns and just kind of did all of the auxiliary loops at Clear Creek. And it was a busy day out there, man. It was there a were like, busy day. So I mean, easily over 50 hikers. At least. At least 50 hikers. A bunch Tons of, of run- people. We were late for runners, and there were still runners out. Our running friends were finishing their 15er and that group was when like, we arrived. And that group was like 12, 15 strong. It was yeah, amazing. It was and the weather was beautiful, which I'm sure contributed. But while we were towards the end of our run, we had the epiphany that we were doing our long run on a Sunday, not a Saturday, which just made it kind of that much more remarkable that there was that many people so on many a people. Sunday. Yeah, we went from, um, we showed up in down jackets in 27 degrees, and when, by the time we left, it was 66. Yeah, it was Oh, it, it, was it nearly cooked our brains a little bit. But yeah, we started super late because we're a couple of lazy yeah. assholes. Well, and because the, the time change was this weekend, and I was like, you know... Normally, I would like to leave the house no earlier than, like, 8.30 because I like to still just do normal fan morning on a Sunday. And I was like, okay, with the time change, we're going to go at 9.30. I love that you're a baby about this. Because I I have, in the last, I would say the last year and a half, two years, I've just given up on being, like, the hard ass who shows up. I mean, like, a lot of those people have families. Yeah. I don't totally have a family that needs me home. So I don't do that. It means that I don't have trail friends anymore. Sorry, I'm, I do miss you guys, yeah. but I... We'll see you at the end, if you're yeah, right. I'll yeah, I'll see you at the end. But, and I just have found that it ends up being more disruptive in my house to go really early than to just get up at the normal time yeah. with everybody else yeah. and leave when it's time to go. And I don't mind, I don't mind the sensation of making a long run the event of the day. Like, there are times when, like, long runs have to be, like, the auxiliary thing to, mm-hmm. like, whatever your main activity is for the day. Mm-hmm. But I, I like when I can make... My long run, the thing. I was so weirdly in the mood for that, I, and that never that happens. never happens. I mean, I do kind of remember doing winter runs where it would be, like, all day, and then I'd sit in the bathtub and, like, 
silently weep into a bowl of like Panera soup, yeah. which was actually, you know, that's juicy. Yeah. I like that feeling. Yeah. But I went out and I thought, no, I'm going to do this even like no matter how bad it hurts, I'm going to do it until you're done. Yeah. Like if you had made me go out for more at the end of that run, I still would have done yeah. it. I think you would have too. Yeah. I, and I know I, I, I felt like I could have and just was like, uh, it was so hot. It was hot. Like, and my I, shoulders were burning. It yeah, was so and hot. we were, I was covered in salt. So we ended up doing uh, nearly 18 miles on the trail within Clear Creek. And then we were like, you know what sounds nice? We should just shuffle on down to the gas station and get some cold drinks and ice yeah. cream. Yeah, yeah. So we just ran from the park, like, uh, I think weirdos. it's just under two miles, maybe a mile and a half from oh the my park God. to the gas station. It makes my so uncomfortable when you do anything <laughs> that they don't plan for you to do. Right. And so we went to the gas station and then just shuffled back and just dicked around on some side trails to and. Uh, as we were getting closer back, we we're at like 21 miles. And again, had talked about doing 25 and kind of had that as a goal for the day. And I just felt like a little crunchy. And I was like, you know, I know my brain's ready to do 25 and my body will pull it out if I need to, but I don't know that it physically benefits me. Probably not. And especially with the heat. I mean, I, I'm not we, ready our for brains, 67. We were... We were a little bit talking nonsense. Oh, we were for very sure. giggly. We were like screaming oasis at the top of our lungs on pavement. And when you start trying to mimic big characters from the TV show Big Mouth, <laughs> you're in a bad place. Um, not really. So we, uh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, decided we, to, brains. we decided to, to the stop limit. at like 22 miles and we ended the day with like a 15, ish. 15, 15, like a 15 ish, 15, 15 pace, which is blazing fast. For us, for, that is, that, yeah. I, like, I mean, even like years ago when we would train for hundreds, I think we were, even in our best shape, still going slower than that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how we accidentally ripped mm-hmm. the tits off of this So one. we did quite a few flat miles between the trail being on the, like, I'll say the base level of Clear Creek, because essentially Clear Creek is like trails that are on the ridge or on the ground mm-hmm. and trails that are on the ridge mm-hmm. and trails that connect the two. So we did a lot of, like, flat on the bottom. We still did all the beefy climbs. Yes, we did. So we More than up, once. We ended up with 3,000 feet of climb. And I just, I will emphasize, like, a 15-minute pace for us at Clear Creek, even with doing, uh, let's say, three and a half-ish to go to the gas station and back on the road, is fast. It's fast. It's fast. We yeah. accidentally went, uh, I won't say too fast, because we were okay, but we were both like, I mean, I think we both, <laughs> I've been actively going out and being like, I feel like walking. I'm just going to walk. Yeah. Like, yeah. road runs from my house. Mm-hmm. If it's a tiny hill, I'm going to walk it. Mm-hmm. If I feel like walking while I drink my water... I'm just going to walk. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, we pushed. It was super fun. Uh, I was fine on the way home. I don't think the dopamine hit until I sat on my couch with a hot pizza in my lap. And I was probably just insufferable. Because I was like, ha, ha, ha. Mm. So it's good that you went that way. I was like, I was like. <laughs> I didn't go catatonic for another Two hours. Really? I came home, ate a whole pizza, watched high maintenance, played banjo for an hour, danced danced around in my underpants, literally, and uh, and then I was like, 
Oh, no. I sat on the couch and drank water with the TV off for, for wow. like, Andy and Arbor weren't here, wow. so I just completely just sat, I just alone sat there, like, your... dropped my bags, just, like, sat and was just, like, completely spaced out, like old, like old times. Oh, I think I was riding the high of the fact that I haven't run more than 20 since before I got sick in December, and I was so jazzed on it that my body could do that, and I'm not even sore. Yeah, and I wasn't sore. When, I wasn't crumbly when I got out of my car when I got home, that's which great. is like unheard of. And I, I was just like on the couch in my gym jams with my new Ohio Valley runner ski cap on, just like yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the, best, I'm the best. I'm the best. <laughs> I'm the best. I'm the best. I was, I was real pumped, and he was like, "What is this? I don't." He was so tired. He's been like. Breaking leaves, fixing things, taking care of my mom who's been down here. And, like, he's been nonstop action and I've been, like, running around singing Oasis eating ice cream at Clear Creek. So he's probably a little bit like, I don't need this from you right now. Although, more realistically, he's probably like, great. (laughs) Probably, yeah. Given my perception of, of things, typically, he's probably just like, oh, no, I'm proud of you. I just don't know that I can handle your level of hyperactivity right now. So it's, I'm uh, so excited that both of our like mm, investment levels increased at the same t- increased at the same time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is definitely this is the start of something beautiful for me. I oh. think. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back in it. I I would like to say I am not thinking of anything crazy, but I have been. And that's how no, I convinced her mm, to. Mm, 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 <laughs> nope. I'm not thinking of anything crazy, but I am looking at a, a color. I've been, I've been looking at some ultra signups. All right, here and there. I don't have any conflicts with Mohican this year. Oh, well, so, I mean, you always run Mohican. I right? I do always run Mohican. Were you considering not? Oh no, I'm oh. definitely going to run it. But you know, uh, it's always the question of what distance. Oh, what do you? What's like the top level? You're thinking. Well. If I was really going to throw the flag and just go balls to walls. No, I don't want to talk about this. Let's talk about something Wait, else. Wait, what? Let's talk about something else. Is it 100 in contention? No, I don't think so. Oh my gosh, really? I don't think so. I just love it there. Even though it's, the, it's the worst. I know. It's like running through through pea soup. I know it is. Uh, I have the same thing about... I have that same place in my heart for Great Seal. Like, oh, somebody could put a race of probably oh. any distance at Great Seal, and that is just, like, a precious place oh, that God. I hold. Great Seal is, like, that time that I did crystal meth and I regret it. See, Mohican is that for... Mohican, I'm like, I'm like, I already, I already had your brother. I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mohican, mm-hmm. yeah. God, Chad, yeah. Daryl was hot enough. Yeah, yeah. Great Seal is a hotter, older brother for me. <laughs> oh no, I totally disagree. I, I really, I'm way more into Chad. Yeah, yeah. Even though he's usually sweaty. Yeah, but he, Chad's also into mountain biking, so I feel like yeah, that's part he's of it too. cooler. He's he might not be hotter, but he's definitely cooler. Anyway, I'm definitely gonna do the fifty. Beyond that, I don't know. It just requires so much work and so much crew and so much bullshit. What date is Mohican? It's Father's know? Day weekend. Which is? June 20th. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a lot of text messages. Um, it is June uh, 20th. It's June, June 20th. 20th. Um, yeah. I don't know. I did make it to Father's Day the one year that I ran the hundo. Because my mom was like, you ruin everything with your ultra running. And I was like, 
Come oh, hell or high no. water, I'm putting this fucking belt buckle on. I'm going to put ice in my shoes and I'm going to Father's Day. And I showed up like with one eye, like, you know, a little remnant of meth face on and was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, I was, you just have to tilt me up for my eyes to open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to quietly put my feet in the bucket of ice water, even though we're at a picnic in the park. Fun fact for you. I think if you, if you end up doing that. I or, or regardless, I won't. I won't. Even if you do, so you're gonna do some form of Mohican though. I think yeah. the weekend before will be the no sleep adventure race. So it'd be no sleep and then Mohican. I think that doesn't sound right. I hope it's not right. Yeah, we're we've we've lined ourselves up for quite a few backpacks this year. From late April to the end of June, I'm every other week on off. Which is perfect. That is, that's a good. That way, my husband won't leave me. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. And then, of course, the total speed bag that is August and September. I don't know what I'm gonna do if I don't have a five-day training camp through the Rockies this year. I think my performance is gonna suffer. So, if you guys think of another camp that we can apply to win. We really we, appreciate that. We have 2.6 free days on yeah. August uh, 8th from 11 yep. a.m. to mm-hmm. 2 p.m. on Thursday. We'd really like to train. That's our only slot. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to go to the Timmy O camp. What's the T- Timothy O? Timothy oh, Olson's Tim, camp? Tim Olson's camp, yeah. Yeah. Like Love Actualized or whatever. Yeah, it's called Love Actualized. Timmy O's running camp is called Love Actually. <laughs> I said actualized. I know. Yes, yes. It's way better, yeah. though. <laughs> a romantic comedy with yeah. Timmy Olsen. Isn't it like... Yeah. Uh, Barefoot running. running. Z- zen running. Breathing. Finding your root chakra. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and watching the movie Love Actually with Timmy Olsen. Yeah. <laughs> I would like a running camp that is just watching the movie with Tim Olsen. <laughs> Come, pay $984 and watch romantic comedies with your favorite ultra runners. I would do. Oh my God. It would be really nice. Yeah, would do. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I got to sit around a fire with Scott Jurek and his wife and like watch them play guitar and tell dick jokes. That's as close as you can get to watching romantic comedies with Tim Olsen. What, What romantic comedy would you watch with Jen Shelton? With Jen Shelton, you wouldn't watch a romantic comedy. You watch PCU. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like I could get. Or just like I don't know, dick and fart and barf jokes. Oh, that would be uh, that the Cameron Diaz one. Something um, about Mary. No. There's another one. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot. I made you watch it, and you Falkers? thought it was terrible. Oh no, I hate all that shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a '90s one, mm-hmm. right? Where like somebody's getting married. I can't believe I forgot. I'm glad that you forgot. Oh, it was well. truly atrocious. We're gonna have we're... to we're gonna have to drop this. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking, but but speaking of uh, summer running camps, yeah, uh, we have to talk about. So our dear friend from Trans Rockies, oh. Craig, made hashtag a, Craig's kids Craig's for kids life. Made uh or. I shouldn't say mate. He was at Trans Rockies last year making a video because there's not that many, uh, no offense to Trans Rockies, but there's not that many great promo videos for Mm-mm. Trans Rockies. So Craig went there with the goal of making uh, a really uh, all-encompassing video showing the experience of Trans Rockies with a feature or kind of a highlight on 
uh, Matt Williams and Chelsea, uh, who were a team competing this year at Trans Rockies, which I also have to say it's funny, the video does not mention the fact that they crushed it. Yeah, no, well, you do see them on the podio, podium in one shot, but it doesn't mention that they, like, just swept all week long and, like, yeah. did incredibly Did a really well. good job, but... That aside. I did think it was funny that one of them that Matt mentions in the interview is like, you know, and it's nice you're thinking about your friends, whether they be faster or slower, you know, like Annie and Lauren. I was thinking about like, oh, I hope they had a good good time today. I hope they're still having a good time out there. Yeah, I was listening to it on my drive today and I was just shouting, slower, you wanted to say slower and I know you did and that's okay. But yes, they're like... So, so dear to our hearts, and they were recently married, and we're so pumped for them. Uh, they have an enormous blended family, and I don't know how they managed to make so much time to, to go run. To do anything. To do anything. They're amazing people. Um, it This video, oh, Craig, I have to tell you, it was beautiful. It's perfectly edited. It's gorgeous. It actually made me feel like maybe I had a good time, <laughs> but... <laughs> I think that if you had made, like, a really well-crafted, well-edited um, video of me at the, the last hospital stay I had, that you probably could have convinced me that I had a fun time there, too, if you were just a really good editor. I feel like you have to caveat the, the fact that you had a, a hot... You didn't not have a good time at Trandrakis. You also had a hard time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like those are not the same thing. A hard time is yeah. not the same thing as bad times. Sure. True. Yeah. true, 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 true. But yeah, so thanks but for making that, Craig. We, it, was, yeah. it was good nostalgia. We were thrilled to be featured uh, in our many ridiculous outfits. I love that uh, you yelling schwang on the backside uh-huh. of Hope Pass good. came into that. It was good. I think, we're, I think we are shown in every costume that we wore. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I did see myself in the white fur outfit in Leadville and was like, what is that woman? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That woman that's is us. me. That's mm-hmm. me. I'm the woman. That's yeah, because I saw Hula Girls. Mm-hmm. Tula Girls. Tula Hula Girls. Yeah. Wood Princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, hippies. Oh, yeah. Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Pokemon. Uh, I don't remember the other one. Wait, Wayne and Garth. Wayne and Garth. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. five. That's, that's all five, five days. And we were shown in all five. Oh, man. Thanks, Craig. Uh, You're the dude. And the video is worth watching, so even if you have no interest in Trans Rockies, which you should anyways, but the video is 13 minutes long, and if you go towards the last few minutes, oh, <laughs> Lauren no. makes the greatest oh. face, and Craig, I have to give you credit mm. for just letting that whole clip oh. just Just have, let it play. Just let it breathe. Just let it you just play out. You just you let, really that let it breathe. breathe. Yeah, I think I had chugged two Sufferfest beers before I even started talking to Andrew and Craig. And by the time I saw them, we were challenging each other, like, in the next 20 minutes, I bet you can't drink four beers. And I would, like, turn and, like, Craig would be pointing at my eyes, like, looking at me while chugging it and, like, smashed it on the ground and be like, done. Uh, this is how we make friends. This is how we make friends. Yeah, and my, uh, I have a little dance before your face thing. And, yeah. yeah. But lucky for me, even even though that's me after the beer mile. Oh, really? I am somehow standing. So. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do anything cool after that except for I got into serious conversations with Eli, which was a weird time to do that. But, yeah. you know, once you've had some beers, you like to open up a little bit. Yeah. So thanks, Craig. Yeah, thanks, Good to Craig. see you, Matt and Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, 
We have other stuff yeah. coming up. We have a row game this next weekend. Yes, we are headed to Michigan mm-hmm. to do a a, a French Six? a French row game whose name I cannot pronounce. Oh, it's not it it's uh Cajun Na- name Rouge game. Yeah, I it, believe it's French. It's like a little. No? It's like a little uh, demon guy. The name yeah. Rouge. Yeah, of course. The yeah. the spirit, the lore surrounding the Rouge. The demon of the spring equinox? I don't know. <laughs> the demon of the equinox. Well, I guess we found the name for our next race. It's called the demon of the equinox. We're going to blindfold you. What was that other race where we were going to blindfold uh, people? Oh, Haunted Lauren. Yes, Haunted Lauren. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Although, I have, to say, I have to say Demon of the Equinox sounds like a code name for your period. Because <laughs> it's associated with, like, moon cycles. Yeah, yeah. 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 The wow. Demon of the Equinox. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you know, man. Well, you know. Back that, again. Man, that race was tough because you know what came the night before? <laughs> the Demon, Demon of, of the, the Equinox. equinox. <laughs> <laughs> That's adding a lot of weight to your period. Wow. I don't get a period so bad that I would ever name it as such, mm. thankfully. Well, now you know. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But yeah, so we're headed to a row game this weekend, which yeah. I'm stoked about. It's six hours during the day, which I feel like I haven't done a row game that doesn't have some uh, additional terrible element to it. Yeah, it's some always, extra challenge. It's always either challenge. at night or in the crazy cold. Or it's... 36 hours long. That too. So to do six hours during the day in what should be moderately nice weather, it sounds. It will probably e- hail. I shouldn't. Yeah, something horrible will happen. Oh, why did I just say that? Yeah, we get to hang out for six hours during the day. I mean, I'm stoked. I feel like I'm doing fun, easy things in just constant dread of the May race. Oh, really? Constant. Oh, that sucks. Constant and total dread of 36-hour racing. But pack rafts. Pack rafts sound fun. It sounds like a good a good way to lose all your shit. We're just going to have to lash everything we own to our bodies. Mm-hmm. That does make me think of the time that we actually had to swim through, like, busted, spiky, downed trees with our packs on across, like, an inlet. Uh-huh. I think it'll be great. I think we're going to be giggling quite a bit. In at, 36 at hours, you think we'll get on the yeah. giggle? Yeah, yeah. You're going to giggle. I, I, I will tell you again, and I'll emphasize this every time, I have no problem if we take a nap. I have no problem with taking a nap. Okay. You heard it here. I'm committed to that. Lauren mm. wants to take a nap. We'll take a nap. I don't know. Not during a six-hour row game, but... No, 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 no. It's noon. You know what I really need? Like, a really, like, like a nice rejuvenating nap and, like, a face mask. You know what's really important to me during a row game? A siesta. Siesta. Barf. Yeah, Hmm. okay, I'll try not to dread it. Ugh. Yeah. I think it'll be, and I think it'll be here before we know it. I, uh... I have it on my to-do list. I would like to reach out to Clintonville Outfitters to see if they will let us uh, practice blowing up a pack wrap. Do they move? the May race. Uh, They still have rental equipment and stuff. They're not in the same location if they're anywhere. No, I don't think so. They they did move, but they still exist? They still exist. Huh. They they cleared out from the place where we gave a speaking engagement. Oh, they did? So, yeah, they're gone. I think they might be gone. No. Yeah. I don't think so. Can we come blow up a raft at your house? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, any listeners that have a pack raft, I would just like to like know how to blow it up beforehand. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. And you can tell by my hand motions, if you're you know, watching the video, when I go like up. this, you when know. I blow it up. With the, what's this thing? With yeah, the bellows. With the bellows. <laughs> what you have to make sure you have for this race. Does anybody know how to get, where to bellows? get a hyperlight bellows? <laughs> hyperlight. This is my carbon bellows. Somebody somewhere has a carbon bellows. Probably. For some reason. Carbon mm. bellows. I see heaven when I see you. Carbon bellows. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Whoops. Yeah. I'm in full-blown getting gear mode. The only thing I'm struggling with is I really want to quit drinking, but wine's delicious. And it makes me feel calm. And when the weather changes, I feel like the urge to have a drink outside is, yeah, margaritas. is heavy. The, yeah. yeah, the draw for margaritas is strong. Yeah. But in general, I'm eating less shit. I'm drinking less alcohol. I'm sleeping eight hours a night because it's very important to me for mm-hmm. my success. And I am back to like four two-a-days a week. Three or four two-a-days a week. Yeah. And, uh... I really am stoked to train. I sort of feel like I'm doing like the dizzy bat thing because I don't know which way I'll go when I look up from training because I don't know what I'm training for. But we're going to start training um, mountain bikes for all of our adventure racing that's coming up this season because that is a place where together as a team we do not necessarily excel and no. I see a lot of women who come to the sport with that as a background. So we need to get our legs underneath us for that. And it's such a high percentage of time during an adventure race that you're on a bike. Yeah. It's like 60 to 70%. It seems like it, yes. Of biking. Yeah. I mean, I almost feel like we would do even better if it was a lot more foot racing. Mm-hmm. Because Although, I will say, maybe it depends. <laughs> Based on the two adventure races that we've done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no Sleep was, I feel like, more like a third, a third, a third. It was. It was. Nothing, I cannot say enough good things about it. Like, nothing could be better than No Sleep. Like, balance-wise, fun-wise, time-wise. Difficulty-wise. Difficulty-wise. It was the right amount of difficulty, too. Yeah. Where you're just like, I've been riding my bike in the wrong direction in torrential rain for three and a half miles. I forgot about that. That was great. That was like the, I know. that was the, like the most fun part. That was hilarious. It, I absolutely feel that way. We don't know what a levee looks like. No. But we do now. We do now. A levee can be like two feet high. We didn't understand. It's that. not a dam. It's not a dam. It's a bump in the ground. It's a bump in it's the a, ground. It's a line of bump on the ground. Yep, didn't know that. It's a technical It's called a line of bump. Yeah. It's a line of bump in the ground. <laughs> But if it weren't for orienteering, world gains, and adventure races, we'd never know what an isthmus was. <laughs> also, thanks to Burf Barf listeners. Was yeah. it Katie Height who yeah. told us what an isthmus was. was? Yeah. Oh, I love my librarian. A land bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we learned a lot there, but we also got shat on by a terrible storm. I mean, we were standing in deeper than ankle deep water when we mm-hmm. found that CP. Yeah, we did. I forgot that that was that same one, but yeah. That was a bonkers ending to a race. It was. I can't believe we didn't get hypothermia while waiting in the tent for prizes. I think I was kept warm by all the pink hair dye that was running down my neck. <laughs> it was a good look. I will admit that. Yeah. So I, I'm in full full gear. I'm in, I'm ready to race. And if somebody thinks of, of something more fun than Mohican, and no, I didn't say I would run the hundreds, so don't at me. I didn't say that. 
You heard it here. I, I didn't say I didn't say I pooped in her bed. I said I peed in her bed. I, I didn't say I pooped. I said I peed in her bed. I like I like being able to share the process of going no, from like no, no no absolutely not no, to like oh yeah we're no. like doing the thing. Well, this was supposed to be conversations had between the two of us in a in a pilot in a Honda Pilot. This was never supposed to be for other people. This is not for you. This isn't for you. This is it for you. Private thoughts. (laughs) But yeah. Okay. So we've got Rogan coming up this weekend, Mm -hmm. which honestly is like the perfect transition and kickoff for adventure racing season and all that stuff. It'll be a good navigation refresher because you and I haven't done an orienteering thing together. Yeah. Well, we did our two things at but Cincinnati. We'll both but have maps like, for this, which mm-hmm, is good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a back the backyard race coming up in Wisconsin on April third, which is very soon. It's very soon. It's very very soon. soon. Your head's in the right place. You're gonna. Crash. I do. I'm I think worried. so too. I'm not worried um, about you at all. I really. I had a season of softness with mm-hmm, winter, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. where I would be like, it's too cold. What do I need? Not going to do it. I need to treat myself nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Do I want to put on cute running clothes and do two miles? I'm going to do that. Do I want to go out and just grind for no reason? I'm going to do that. Yeah. But uh, a few weeks ago, I was like, all right, I need to go. I need to go back to my uh, natural state of your roots being like grindy bitch, grindy, just like everything. It's like if I said, if I told myself in my head, I was going to do it. I'm going to go out and do it. Yep. Um, Which has been really fun. I should still probably add in some speed work, but I don't feel like it. I'd rather go out and do 20 miles, grind it away. Historically, you have not needed it. Yeah. So I wouldn't really push too hard on it. Yeah. I would like to continue to mention that we have a race coming up. We would like you to come to and crush. It's called the Sugarloaf Tea Reaper. Come get your teeth reaped, get them reaped clean off. We have to work on that song if we're going to make other people sing it. I think it's perfect the way it is. We just need to add some banjo. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. April 18th is a six-hour race. It starts at 9 a.m. You're going to sign up for it. Don't tell me about Forget the PR. We know. We know Forget the PR is the same weekend. We know Buck 50 is the same weekend. We're very sorry to those runners that cannot do both because we know there are select people in both of those groups that would come to our event if they could. It's okay. It'll work in the future. Yeah. For those of you who did not get into Forget the PR or Buck 50, come to us. We want to remind people and really drive home and emphasize that it is also a hiking race. So if you are a hiker, this is definitely for you because you could still beat runners if you just manage to stay on the course for six hours. Also, if you just have a big training run on the schedule mm-hmm. or a big training hike on the schedule, mm-hmm. or you just feel like earning a t-shirt and a medal for going over a hill one time. One time. This is the thing for you. You do not have to do the full six hours. There's no You can do one maximum, sugar loaf. minimum here. You can do one hour. Yep. You can do six hours. You can do whatever you want. You can walk the whole thing and you're probably going to be on par with 60% of the people there. We've made this very affordable because it is our inaugural Burf Barf race. Um, you do get a t-shirt. You get a medal. There are there will be awards for winners. Um, we want to remind you that this is all a, also a Trail Sisters in... Approved. approved. A Trail Sisters Not approved endorsed. race, which means equal awards for both and... 
uh, not unisex swag. So there will be female shirts, male shirts. There will be menstrual products because this will be uh, an event that's longer than a traditional marathon. So we want to make sure that that's available to you. And also just we'll make sure that women are represented at the start line. Like this is a... This is an equal opportunity race. So we mm-hmm. want to make sure to adhere to those credentials because that's very important to mm-hmm. us. So As they should all be. Yes. So come women, come men, come be a badass, come have a good day doing a thing. I just feel like there's so many groups that could benefit from coming out to this. And I just know personally, if I had a big training run on the schedule, I would come do this so that I could walk away with some swag yeah, <laughs> and some feel very awarded for doing my training. Swag. <laughs> We'd also like to announce our title sponsor of uh, Fleet Feet and Rocks and Roots. Yeah. So I'd like to give a big thank you to our dear friend, Jeff Henderson, King Squatch of the Trail. For being dope as for fuck. For being dope. <laughs> We're and if the stars align, Jeff himself is going to come get his teens right. And you could have an actual Sasquatch sighting and you could take a picture of it and say <laughs> you saw him because you did. But yeah, we're going to keep talking about the race on probably every episode between now and the end of April. So just deal with it because we're very excited because we've been doing Burf Barf for two and a half years now. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. I, that makes <laughs> yeah. me slightly uncomfortable that yeah. you guys know this much about me. And we've talked about doing events for a long time and just We're ripped, very ripped the band-aid off the teat, so to speak. <laughs> uh, if you have any questions about the race, uh, please holler at us. We will put up some race information like, yes, you can use trekking poles. No, don't bring your dog. Like, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be able to leave stuff on top of sugar loaves so you can kind of, like, set up your own little spot, you know, so you have to, you can carry less. Just trying to make it cool for everybody. Yep. Um, what other news? Nothing? Nope. All right. Uh, if you don't fo- if you're not already a Patreon, think about it. You'll get a discount code for Sugar Loaf Teat Reaper if... You sign up for Patreon, so it's worth it to sign up for Patreon just to get the discount code for the race, if nothing mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Plus, as usual, you get to see the videos of us being a-holes. Mm. <laughs> it's mm. pretty juicy. It's pretty good. Uh, like, subscribe, all that BS that you know how to do, or don't, and just try your best. We'll know that you tried your best. <laughs> just keyboard cat your phone until yeah. birth bark comes just up. try your best to like us. <laughs> until next time. We are Burp Barf!